Welcome to the Encourage podcast. In true Encourage style, today we've got some stories to tell and some real life to talk through. Join us as we build community, celebrate diversity, and become women of courage. Let's start today with a story from Courageous Kindness author, Becky Keefe. I did it again. My husband asked a simple question and I became totally defensive. We were dishing up tacos for dinner and he asked, is this all the carnitas? And by those five words, he simply meant, is the pulled pork I see here on the tray all there is, or do you have more in the oven? It wasn't a trick question, but what I heard was, you should have made more food. This is not enough. You failed. See the chasm between his straightforward intention and my assumption-laden perception? I shot him a nasty look and in a rude tone answered, do you see any more carnitas? He wanted to make sure he was divvying up the appropriate portions between our son's plates. I wanted to make sure my culinary efforts were not criticized. Rather than checking myself and asking my husband to clarify his simple question, I let sarcasm fly. I felt threatened and there was nothing kind about how I replied. More often than I'd like to admit, I operate in relationships through a lens of self-protectiveness. At its core, my defensiveness is a reflection of one main thing. I doubt that I am loved for who I am. In other words, I believe receiving love is dependent on what I do. Yet I know this isn't true. My husband's love isn't conditional on how much carnitas I fix. And even more, God's love for me doesn't rely on anything I say or do. He loves me because I'm his daughter, period. My lack of assurance over how deeply I am loved has a direct impact on my ability to show love and kindness to others. Ouch. It's painful to confess that, but my taco night tantrum makes it clear. However, I don't have to stay stuck in that defensive, sarcastic, painful place. Neither do you. It takes courage to face the reality of false thinking. It takes courage to trust the kindness of God, to trust him to rewire what we believe and how we behave so that we can reflect the truth of who he is and who we are as people made in his image. I've got a long way to go but I'm ready to embark on this journey of courageous kindness. That story by Becky Keefe is from the Courageous Kindness Bible Study, which is available wherever Bibles are sold. And you can join us right now at encourage.me because we are going through Courageous Kindness together as a community every Monday. So we provide reflection questions, reading assignments, the full discussion videos, inspiring quotes, and great discussion with all of your friends in the Encourage community. And you can join us every Monday for that. Encourage.me, Bible Study Mondays. It's a really fun place to be. Hi, Anna. We're back, Joy. We're back. We took a couple weeks off and we've shifted from courageous influence to courageous kindness, but here we are. Mm Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you're listening, we're recording in the same room today. (laughs) 
This is very exciting because you may not know this, but I, Anna, live in Minnesota. And Joy, that's me. I live in Oklahoma, so we're <laughs> never together, but... We're at the same table. We right are. Now. We're recording from the Day Spring Studios in Salem Springs, Arkansas. Anyway, okay, Becky's story. Mm-hmm. I might have resonated with it a little too much. Yeah, it was pretty darn relatable, wasn't it? Does your husband ever say <laughs> something and you're like, I'm sorry, why do you hate everything I do? Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And you know, you can insert anybody there or child or coworker or friend mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm, yes. Uh, yes, I could see myself in that story. I don't think we're alone. I'm <laughs> thinking if you're listening, you might be able to put yourself in that place. It's hard. It's not, I mean, I'll use my husband. Hi, Travis. I'll use him as an example. <laughs> but he can say the most simple thing to me, kind of like, are there any more carnitas? Mm-hmm. And my brain hears... Why don't you plan better? You Mm -hmm. should have bought more food. Did you even realize how many people were going to be here tonight? What were you thinking? He didn't say any of that, nor did it go through his brain, nor did his heart think anything like that. Like he just asked me a simple question, just like Becky's husband did. Mm -hmm. Why do our brains do that? (laughs) It's that quick to defend self-preservation thing that kicks in, at least for me. Yeah, I am. I just feel way too close to that. And we've even had discussions where I'll say, when you say that, what I hear is all those awful things I just said. Yes. Which, at least in my house, is a total shocker to my husband. Yeah. Who is like, how did you possibly manage to do that? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's a gift. Uh, It's a skill. What can I say? I mean, I will repeat that back to him and he'll be like, well, I didn't, so just stop, <laughs> right. which isn't super helpful. But I think that's why we have to look a little more inward as to, like, why are we having this awful self-talk in our head? Because it really is self-talk. That other person mm-hmm. did not say any of those things. No. We just made it up in our minds often. We looked between the lines and created a chasm of information <laughs> that wasn't wasn't really there. Well, yes. Defensiveness can often be my default reaction, mm-hmm. sometimes more with certain people than with others. And I'm sure that people get that from me, too. Um, so mm-hmm. it's easy. It's easier for me, who, by the way, is not a generally optimistic person. <laughs> so it's easier for me to default to defensiveness than lean into what Becky was saying, which is how much I'm loved. Like she said, you know, does remembering how much God loves you affect the way that you respond? Well, right. yeah, and it's easier for me, for whatever reason, to default to, <laughs> they said this thing about how I'm a failure, than it is to remember, no, no, I am loved deeply through and through and through. Yeah. And often, the person in front of you who you're feeling that offense from, where there was no offense, mm-hmm. often... That person loves you too. Or they had no bad intentions. There's no bad thoughts in their head. They just, they're just speaking. And there's (laughs) something going on inside of me that is turning that into crazy. Now, sometimes people are jerks and they say mean things. And that's not what we're talking about here. But sometimes when a simple question is asked and we jump to defensiveness, Mm -hmm. um, that happens all too often for me. I really, really would like to learn more about that. Mm -hmm. Well, our friends, Becky author of this study, 
Grace Picho, who has written previous studies and also works on the Encourage team, and Encourage contributor Dr. Lucretia Berry have recorded conversations, and we're going to listen to those as part of this podcast. And also, you can find their full conversations every Monday at encourage.me. And remember, that's encourage with an I. That comes up more often than you may think. It does. Don't try to voice text encourage to people when you're talking about encourage. There'll be a lot of encouragement happening there. So, yeah. Well, we're looking at week one of the Courageous Kindness Bible Study, and that's what they're discussing. So should we listen in? Let's listen in. So at the end of this week, we talked about having the same mindset as Christ. Um, And this comes from Philippians 2, 3 to 5, and it says this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus. So I'm wondering for you girls, when it comes to kindness, what do you think it means? What does it mean to you to put on a Christ-like attitude or posture? Well, it goes back to what you were saying of how can we be like him? What do we see in him that we want to be like? And Mm -hmm. I see um, a posture of observing in Jesus, Mm -hmm. of paying attention Mm -hmm. and noticing. And I, that is his kindness. I've experienced that where I feel unseen or um, even invisible to, to people or to friends or Mm -hmm. to my husband. Um, And for, for God to say, I still see you mm-hmm. uh, for him to notice my desires or my quirks or my interests and i see him doing that in scripture um mm-hmm. he pays attention to people on the way or he sees their pain um he stops and does something about that yeah. instead of just bypassing them so uh, yeah i want to pay attention like jesus did and that will lead me to caring um, and to kindness yeah that's good and you know that you know i i love that jesus was setting that um, example, like in a culture, because mm-hmm. like it, this kind of, to me speaks to um, how we live. We do live socially, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and in community um, and what happens to one of us impacts mm-hmm. right. all of us. But this is in contrast to some of the ideals that are expressed in American culture, like mm-hmm. the whole individualism mm-hmm. or rugged individualism. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that doesn't really, um, allow us to consider how we can look, look out for the interests um, of others. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know, and in, and in um, humility, consider others as more important, mm-hmm. you know, than our, than ourselves. Cause we're yeah. supposed to be, you know, these individualists and, yeah. right. and thriving and striving yeah. on our own yeah. and pulling up our own selves and right. climbing right. up yeah. the ladder and doing all the things by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but through a Christ-like perspective, um, we, then are free, right? Yeah. Uh, to understand how considering mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. seeing people mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. along the way, that that's more important than centering ourselves, and it's and it is essential to living an abundant, abundant life. Yeah. It's yeah. part of that abundance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I see like I just thought of the story of Zacchaeus, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's kind of like what both of you are saying, where Jesus models seeing people that others overlook or right. others discount as deserving mm-hmm. of kindness. Um, but Jesus, you know, he he looked up. He yep. noticed someone that others didn't notice or didn't want to Don't notice. Right. <laughs> um, and said like, hey, like, 
having having dinner at your house yeah. <laughs> tonight. Like, um, and others are probably like, well, that guy doesn't deserve to be elevated. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Like, let me watch out for my own interest, or mm-hmm. that's what he does. But Jesus right. was like, let me yeah. just break mm-hmm. these expectations yeah. of what we have. Or even somebody like Zacchaeus who is looking out for his own interest. Right. That's right. 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 <laughs> you know? Jesus still I was like, I still love you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming to your house. So when I think about having the same posture, adopting that attitude um, of Jesus, I think about how Jesus' posture was such that he was always dependent on the Father. Hmm. He always had his ear tuned to what God was saying, what God was asking him to do. He was had that posture of, of obedience, of ready to obey. And I love that Jesus did this like wherever he was, like he was at a wedding, he was on the road, he was at a friend's home, like mm-hmm. over and over, just right where he was. He wasn't thinking about, well, what do, what do I want to do? But mm-hmm. Father, what do you want me to do? Your will be done. And that's the kind of mindset that I want to live with too. Right. Um, you know, we talk about this prayer, Lord, as I go on my way, mm-hmm. have your way in me. And I see that that is, that is what Jesus lived. And yeah. that is kind of like our prayer for courageous kindness. Lord, yeah. as I go on my way, right where I am, mm-hmm. help me, Holy Spirit, to listen, to tune my ear to you, to be ready to obey. And yeah. um, what would happen if we all lived like that? would happen if we all live like that? Uh, good things. <laughs> I'm thinking it would be really good things. It, for all of us. Yeah. I I loved Grace saying she notices that Jesus is always observing, that he's mm-hmm. always listening. I love Becky saying, you know, that posture of being with the Father. Mm-hmm. And in order to listen, that requires you to be quiet to observe somebody, it requires you to be still. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a talker. I have to listening. I can listen, but I have to focus on listening. It does not come natural to me. It is like a choice I have to make to listen. Whereas mm-hmm. other people are just so gifted at that. That's something I have to work on. And listening and observing, I think those are qualities that Jesus showed all the time. Mm-hmm. Clearly, something we need to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and thinking about how. I love when Becky was giving those examples of where Jesus showed these things, where he observed, where he listened, where he offered kindness at weddings, at dinners, with his friends on walks. I mean, I love thinking situationally like that. And then it changes things, too, when I realize that the kindness that Jesus showed those people, that's what he's showing me, too. Right. It right. applies to me too. It it doesn't just apply to everybody else. It also applies to me, which is sometimes harder to internalize. Jesus was so clear about that in scripture. In fact, we've pulled up Luke chapter 6, verse 32 to 36. So I'm going to read that. This is in the NLT. If you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get the credit? Even sinners do that much. And if you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit? Even sinners will lend to other sinners for a full return. Love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be very great, and you will truly be acting as children of the Most High. For he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate just as your Father is compassionate. I mean... 
That's I mean, kind of a zinger. Right. But it's a good zinger. And here's here's why. There's two things that, that this made me think of. And one is a quote from Courageous Kindness. It says, Jesus doesn't mess around when it comes to telling us how we're supposed to treat people. All people, all the time. And my edit on that is, again, including ourselves. Right. We can extend that same kindness, which I think is mm, specifically difficult for women to do. Uh-huh. We can extend that same kindness to ourselves. And then the study goes on to talk about that as we grow in that kindness, extending that to other people, uh-huh. it's really what it is, is growing in the character of God. It's growing to be more like Jesus. And that starts with listening. Right. And you really get empowered when you, the more you get to be like Jesus, the more empowerment that you can find in your own life to be able to react in different ways, mm-hmm. to be more like him, to um, not be defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I read that, you know, sometimes in scripture, when things get repeated, I feel like it's important because <laughs> they got repeated. And yes. he basically keeps saying, even sinners do that. Why should you get the credit? Like mm-hmm. over and over again. And so it is easy when people, it would be so easy if in that kitchen, somebody would have said, hey, thank you so much for making dinner. I love that you do this for us. I mean, I know how much time and attention goes into it. I would love to know, I, I want to make sure the plates are equal. How is this the portions I should put on the plates? Like just mm-hmm. what Becky said, mm-hmm. if there was all of these things that happened, that would be very easy to react to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> but that's just not real life in no. that kind of silly example in the kitchen. But people just aren't you're not going to get all of that information and you're not right. going to get all of that. And you're going to run across people in your life that aren't kind at all mm-hmm. or that don't aren't trying to be kind, mm-hmm. aren't going to be caring towards you, don't know you, don't want to know you. I mean, that's just a part of life. And so I think this is saying, even in those situations, even when all that clarity isn't there, your job is still to love people, mm-hmm. to love everyone. Um not just those who love you, but even those who are unkind or don't say it quite right or don't give you all the things that you're looking for. Well, that's that's when you know you are producing the fruit of the Spirit because God's character is growing in you and because you are becoming more like Jesus. The easier that that gets and the easier that it gets to react not defensively, yeah. that's the fruit. Yeah, that's the That's the rubber hitting the road and that's the work paying off. Think about with your kids. Yeah. I mean, kids say whatever they want, basically. (laughs) So that's not easy in parenting either. But it's just not easy, period. Mm -hmm. It is not a natural thing. I know for me, um, it's not easy. My mom tends to be incredibly optimistic about everything. She will just tell you that when she was about 16, she just decided she would find the bright spot in everything. Well, look at that. And she does. Uh And she does. She's very good at that. Sometimes to the point where you're like, no, that person was actually being very mean to you, you know, but she just always looks for the bright spot and the good she can find even in bad situations. And it's such a good person for me to look towards Mm. because it is possible and Mm -hmm. you don't have to be perfect and do it all the time. But Mm -hmm. Jesus is very clear, like, here's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to react in kindness. You're supposed to react in love, Mm -hmm. not in offense or defensiveness. Right. It's all encompassing. And I think think one thing that is pretty normal to think of when you think of the word kindness is just being nice. But it's more than that. Yeah. And so I think all of the, all of those traits at the end of what you just said, that speaks to what kindness is. And it's it's deeper than 
just be nice. So not just being nice, but also working on, I think this is what you're saying, working on what happens inside yourself mm-hmm. when you hear somebody say something mm-hmm. or just working on your own brain, how, you, how you're reacting to the situation. Mm-hmm. When my knee-jerk reactions are smoothing out, that's work that is happening in me. Regardless of what that person does. Or how they talked about my carnitas. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, Becky, I'm sure your carnitas were delicious. Yeah, and now I'm like want to eat that right now. <laughs> there is we are together. We could go get lunch we together could. and get carnitas today. Um well friends, I think that is going to be the plan. So <laughs> that's it for this week and uh for this first return back to the Encourage podcast. We hope that you'll join us on Mondays for Bible study Mondays at encourage.me. And you can get, again, the full discussion video that we heard the snippet from, more reflection questions. You can get the assignment so you know what to read this week in your own time and um, be in discussion with your friends at Encourage. You can visit encourage.me slash Bible Study Mondays to find all of those posts. If you still need copies of Courageous Kindness, go to dayspring.com and use the code PODCAST25. You'll save 25% and get free shipping on all copies of Courageous Kindness. And you can find us everywhere on social media at Encourage. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back here next week, and we will talk to you then. The Encourage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring, makers of your favorite cards, books, and gifts. Visit them today at dayspring.com. Mm-hmm.